you know how you're always working, or at least it feels that way, and you're constantly feeling busy, yet you're not actually getting things done in your business like you want to. Well, today's episode is going to help you figure out exactly what's going on so that you can actually start being very productive and being a good steward of the time you have to do the work that God has given you. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career hey, for so fear of I going just against take the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's that you guys calling have on your life for the without podcast. the guilt or shame um, for not doing what the world says you should do. Podcast this is, really is the Mama with the Calling podcast Please head over where we'll to figure out how you can actually make this wild so calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Because the reviews actually help with that. And also it lets me know and others know how it's impacting you. So this first one comes from That Spencer Wife. And it says, what a timely message every time I listen. I love that biblical principles are brought into every lesson in a practical Tuesday at 2 p.m. approach. What a blessing this podcast is for me personally as I grow my business and continue to pursue my calling. I love that. And that is really my goal here, that I'm not trying to be preachy or anything like that. I really want to share these biblical principles with you that I'm finding as I'm growing my business and stepping into my role um, as an entrepreneur and just bring that message to you here on the podcast. So I love that that's actually coming across. The second one here, and this is the last one I'll read for this episode, is from Kristen Lynn E., And it says, love this podcast, the inspiration and the God-centered encouragement. Such a great tool for anyone wanting to jump out into the unknown of where God is calling you. Yes, right? Because as we are pursuing our businesses, especially if you're coming from your nine to five or you're still in that space, or even if you've already made that transition, it feels like you're kind of jumping, right? So thank you so much to these two women who left these podcast reviews. And again, If you haven't left a review, head on over to Apple Podcasts and do that so that I can read yours on the air. Hey there, welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. I'm Alexia, and in today's episode, we're going to talk all about time management and being a good steward of your time. Now, I just want to preface this episode saying that I am not an expert in time management. And in fact, Managing my time has been one of the biggest struggles as a work at home mom, as a mom entrepreneur, all the things. It started even when I was working my full time job. When I started a side hustle online, figuring out how to fit that into my already busy life was the first challenge that I faced. And then when I had my son, things just got even busier. And you would think that when you transition to working from home, that it's, that it would just open up the floodgates of time, right? That you just have so much time and you can do all the things. But as you know, if you are working from home, that it isn't quite that easy. Your time is actually just going to shift 
and what you do with your time in a weird way, because it's less structured than your nine to five, it's just as chaotic or it can be. And so for a while, I have been struggling with feeling like I was not able to have enough time to get things done in my business. And I hear this a lot from moms who are working from home and they have kids at home and it feels like I just don't have enough time to get everything done with the kids. And I hear this all the time and I've even said it myself many times. But over the past year, I've been really focusing on how can I be a better steward of my time so that when I'm sitting down to work on my business, I'm actually getting things done. And you'll notice that the past few episodes are about this because I am really going through this shift. And I think it's so important to get a handle on this because if you can't manage your time, if you're not being a good steward of your time, then it's time wasted, it's productivity wasted, and you're not going to really move forward in your business at the pace that you could because you're kind of living in this overwhelm and overstressed state of constantly trying to get things done in your business, not able to get things done in your business, having all these things to do, not feeling like you have enough time to do them. It's kind of back and forth, back and forth. And I can say that because I've definitely been there. So to start diving into this, I want to share with you a story of how this recently changed for me and what it looks like to have to adapt as a work at home mom, because or as a mom entrepreneur in general, when things come up, when things shift, your kids' schedules change, um, suddenly you're finding yourself working at home or in a pandemic, like you just never know what's going to happen. And needing to adjust how you're approaching your business and how you're managing your time is probably going to come up quite a few times. I know for me, my in the fall, like my son starts going to kindergarten. So my schedule is going to change all over again. But in this episode, I'm hoping to show you how you can adapt and make sure that you're always being a good steward of your time. So recently, everything about my schedule basically had a big shift. My husband got a new job, which was a blessing, but it threw me for a big loop because Most of last year, he had been let go from his job right when COVID hit. And so when that happened, we kind of switched everything and I started working a lot from home during the day. But then he, he had a job at the end of last year and his job that he was working was just something temporary until he get a better job. And that was a job that had, you know, day shifts, night shifts. It was kind of back and forth. So there were a couple of days during the week that I could actually work during the day. Then my mother-in-law, who also was not working. And so for about the past six months, every single Wednesday, she would pick up my son from his little preschool And she would take him after that until the next day. So from Wednesday morning at about nine o'clock on until Thursday midday, I technically had the whole time to work on my business. Now, I'm not saying this to brag. I know some of you are like, what? That, That would be amazing. And you would think that it would be amazing. And I did get a lot of things done, but I actually found that I'm just kind of packing it with a bunch of meetings instead of actually getting things done. But she recently got a job as well. And so that actually got taken away. Then on top of all of that, recently, my son was on break. 
And what was crazy about all of this is that even though I had less time than I did before, my son was literally here every single day. I actually got more done than in a long time. And so it really made me question, what am I doing with my time? And am I being a good steward of that time? And so often we think that we need more time to work on our business, but actually we need to evaluate if we're being a good steward of that time that we already have. And I don't like hearing that sometimes because I don't want to believe that I might not be able to really use that excuse that I just don't have enough time. That feels like it's so easy and it feels true. And it's a common thing to say, like, I just don't have enough time. I'm so busy. And it's something that moms will relate to. Like if I were to tell another mom, yes, I'm growing a business, but I also have my son at home and this and this and this, and and I just don't have a lot of time. Other moms are going to be like, yeah, totally understand. And so it feels like it's a good reason. But I was actually convicted that it's not really that I don't have enough time, but that it's actually that I'm not using my time wisely. And I felt like God wanted me to share this with you today. Because again, this is not meant to make you feel guilt or anything like that. And I think a big clue that you can feel tell if you aren't being a good steward of your time is if hearing me say this is actually triggering you a little bit. You're like feeling like I really don't have a lot of time and your defenses are coming up because we don't like hearing things that are true and we don't want to change and we don't want to accept that. And, And the opposite of that is that you really might not have enough time and that's totally, that's totally fine. Either way, no matter what your situation is, The first thing I want to say before we get started on this episode is that there's no judgment. It's not like you did something wrong. It's not that you're being lazy. It's not that you're making excuses. The reason I'm bringing this up is because so often we legitimately believe that we don't have enough time and we legitimately feel like we're overwhelmed and stressed. And that's exactly why I'm bringing this to you because I was the exact same way. If anybody were to ask me, you know, why is your business not growing as fast as you want it to? I would always say I have so much to do and I don't have enough time. There's this and this and this and this and this. And that felt really true to me. It wasn't an excuse. It felt like it was the truth. But like I said, whenever I saw all these things kind of come together and realize that I had less time than ever, but got more done in my week, I was like, oh, it's actually just a shift in how we're viewing what we're doing and being really mindful of being a good steward. So I hope you can open up your heart and your mind to hear what I have to say today and just pray over it and see what God has to say to you. And I pray that I pray you do that with every episode, right? So every time I hear uh, a new podcast episode that I hope is going to speak to me about my business, I literally pause and pray and say, God, help me be able to hear what you need to teach me from this today. So take a second and pause and just ask God to open your heart, speak to you and help you to receive what he needs to say. All right. So I wanted to share with you some of the clues that showed me that I actually wasn't using my time wisely. And maybe you can see if these will help you discern if that is actually happening for you. So the first one was that spring break test, right? So my son was on break. I actually had less time to work on my business. And I knew that I couldn't work in long sprints uninterrupted. So when it was work time, It was go time. So there was no time for distractions. And I did all the things to make sure I was getting 
the job done. That was the first clue, right? So when if something's happening in your life, and you're limited on time, and you're actually getting more things done, then that could be a clue that when that crunch time isn't happening, you are actually not being a good steward of your time, right? You're just kind of, you're not super focused and like really making sure to get everything done in your small amount of time. Because this is so common, right? Because if we don't feel like we're under crunch time, especially when we work, when we work for ourselves, it can feel so easy to just sort of say, well, I work for myself and I can kind of relax and I don't have to push as hard, right? The second one is I actually mapped out, um, and I talked about this in episode 12, where I talked about having like a CEO day where I sat down and I mapped out the tasks that I needed to really move my business forward. And then I, you know, looked at those tasks and estimated the time it would take. And what blew my mind is that when I looked at that, the things that would need to happen every single week, bare minimum, not doing anything extra, just keeping my business going it would only take me six hours a week. And when I looked at how much time I actually had to work in my week, it was way more than six hours. And so again, that was a big clue that I was not managing the time well that I did have, because I honestly wasn't even getting those basic tasks done every single week. It felt like it was a struggle. Yet I had 20 hours of work time, and I only needed six to get these things done. So something isn't adding up here, right? So these presented some pretty clear evidence that I wasn't using my time wisely. And I want to talk here again about feeling shame around this versus seeing it and committing to improve your situation. So shame is going to keep you stuck. That's going to, you know, why are you making these excuses? You don't ever get anything done. You've been neglecting your business, et cetera, et cetera. That is not what I'm wanting you to get out of this. And that's definitely not what God's wanting to say to you out of this, right? Shame comes from the enemy just to keep you stuck versus committing, hearing it and committing to it and saying, you know what, I'm going to actually commit to improve the situation. And now that I'm aware of it, I want to bring it to light. Because we can't fix the things that we don't even know are a problem, right? So when you're hearing this, if you are noticing like, yeah, actually, I might not be a good steward of my time. Let me bring it to light because time is stressing me out. I feel like I don't have enough time to do things. Let me bring it to light and see if I'm not being a good steward of my time just sort of owning that and saying, you know what, I wasn't, I didn't know, I wasn't aware of it. Now I am. Now I'm going to commit to improving that. And then because of that shift in the way you're thinking of it, instead of beating yourself up, you're going to actually fix it, right? You're going to actually take the steps to fix it. So for some of you listening, once I kind of say, oh, you might have a, you might not be a good steward of your time. And when you first see that deficit in amount of time worked, and actual productivity, you might just fix it. And that's great. And that does happen for some people. But for a lot of others out there, including myself, I, like I said, didn't have a clue where my time was actually going. So if I wasn't getting things done, I don't know why, right? So we really have to dive in and kind of put on our scientist hat. And if you don't have a scientist hat, I'm going to give you a scientist hat with what I want to talk to you about next. Because in my mind, I was so busy yet I wasn't getting things done. So what was I actually doing? 
And sometimes you can sit and try to think about that. But a lot of times you actually have to be in that moment and be really honest with yourself. Because when I sat on this side of my week and I look back and I'm like, what did I actually do with all my time to where I wasn't getting things done? I couldn't think of anything. I was like, well, I don't know. I kept sitting down to work. So what I want to share with you next is a little experiment that I set up. And I hope you're not scared by the word experiment, but this is just a little test for you to see what you're actually doing with your time and how you can shift it to be a better steward of that time. So what I did was I set up an experiment and the results of this were amazing and really told me what was going on so that I could figure out how to steward my time better. So to really figure out why you're not working when you're supposed to uh, set up the experiment like this. So one, create a work schedule for your week. So look at the week ahead and map out every hour that you have to work on your business. If you're getting up early, if you're going to work during nap time, whatever it is that you normally do, mark it off on the calendar. And the way I do this is in my planner, I will kind of block off those sections of time. And I say hour, um, you could even do bigger blocks than that because you don't want to go too small just because we are moms and things shift around a lot. But I feel like in an hour, right, even if you get behind a little bit, you can kind of recoup some of that. So mapping out every single hour that you have available to you to work and then look at all the business tasks that you have that you need to get done and then plug those into those spots. First of all, what you're going to see there is probably what I saw, which is that, oh, my goodness, I have a lot more time to work and I'm actually you know, I have way more spots to work than things that even put in there. Now, I'm not saying that you don't have a giant to do list. I def I have a giant to do list with a million ideas and all the things. What I'm talking about here is actually prioritizing your tasks. So um, let me kind of digress a little bit to talk about that. So the way I put the tasks in the calendar in this setup is that I actually took my task and I split them into A, B and C tasks. So the A tasks are things that I have to get done, like have to get done this week to keep my business going. So that's putting out a podcast episode, sending an email out to my list, doing social media to promote this podcast episode, you know, and, and something else. I I can't remember the other thing, but I have to do something else in my business. So it's like, those are just like the bare minimum, right? Whatever is the basic, if you're growing a blog, if you're doing YouTube, whatever that is. It's like putting out one video, putting out one podcast episode, one blog post. What does that look like? Those tasks are in there, right? And that's just to keep your business going. Then after those things, you can go to your B task. B task might be some specific project that you would love to do, but you don't have to do. So let's say you're wanting to create a new product, a new digital product for your business. You don't have to do that every week, but you would really, really like to. So again, you start adding those tasks in there. And then your C tasks are things that you would love to work on, but they are really kind of far down the line. Um, and so you kind of add those in. So when I say to plug in your business tasks into those spots for the week, just plug in those A tasks just to see what's happening. Because you are finding yourself not even getting your basics done, right? Like you're not even getting the one podcast episode or you're not even getting the one blog post or or whatever it is. Or if you're trying to get three a week and you're only getting one, like ask yourself what what is going on here. So plug those in. And then the second step is to actually try to work according to the schedule. So I say try to stick to your schedule because when you start 
trying to actually do the thing that's on your schedule, you're going to actually find that there's going to be some kind of resistance, right? There's some reason that you've not been doing your schedule up to this point. And so in that moment, notice anything that comes up that prevents you from actually finishing the task that you put in each block. So are you procrastinating? Is it something that you can do more efficiently? Maybe you realize that even though it should only take you, I don't know, 30 minutes to create a graphic in Canva, you're actually spending an hour. That's from personal experience. (laughs) That's what I found for myself that I was taking way too long on graphics and sort of getting lost in the weeds with all of the different options. And what you can actually do with that is make a decision then on how you're going to fix that going forward. So if you find like for me, I found that I was getting stuck in the weeds on the graphics because I was having to make so many choices. So I was like, okay, well, I need to make social media graphics. What I can do is I can use only three template options. So I have some great templates. I can give you guys a link in the description in the show notes for this, but they are from Anna Franston at the Heart Centered Entrepreneur and they are great templates. She's got a template pack. I think it's like $47. And I just picked three of those options and just said, is which one of these am I going to use for what I want to do this week? And so then it wasn't about the bazillion templates that I've, that I have in my Canva folders or in Canva itself or whatever, you know, and you already have your colors picked and you already have your fonts picked. It's simply plugging in a picture, putting on the words and, and saying what you need to say. And the goal here is not to be perfect, right? The goal is to just to get it out there. So that was something that I noticed for myself. So the next time I went around, to do the social media block, I was able to get five or six things created in that same amount of time where before it took me forever to get like one. So noticing those things is going to really help you make more progress, right? Because you're going to be able to see where you're not stewarding your time well and why what's getting in the way. And while this might seem like a lot to just figure out how you're using your time, it's really important to know what's stopping you from actually being a good steward of that time. If you don't, then you can go months and months or maybe even longer without getting much of anything done in your business. And it's really easy to get overwhelmed and frustrated with this pattern because you have goals and you want this business to move forward, yet you keep showing up week after week and nothing is happening at the rate you want it to, meaning you keep wanting to to put out you know, to do X in your business. And then your week is going by and nothing, you're not making those goals. You're not getting out the podcast episodes. Maybe you haven't even started a podcast. Maybe you don't even know what your business is. But though that still requires steps to sit down, plan it out, pray about it, all the things to learn about if there's anything you need to learn. All of it requires specific and diligent effort. But if time is just kind of passing you by, then something's obviously not right in how you're using your time. So doing this kind of assessment can really help shed some light on that and help you ultimately be less overwhelmed and less frustrated and stressed, right? Because if you can see what you're doing with your time and as you're going throughout your week and you start making these this progress and you start getting things done, even if you only have an hour a week, it's not about the amount of time you have. It's about using that time wisely. So what we don't want is for you to start questioning if this business is really a good idea in the first place. 
for the doubt to start creeping in and the frustration with not making any money start to overshadow the whole reason you were doing this business in the first place. When it's really not about the business or even the amount of money that you're making or the possibility to make money, your business could be a great idea, especially if you are very clear that God has put it on your heart and you know exactly what he's calling you to do. It's not a bad business idea. It will make money. So if it's not, you might think that it's a bad business idea when really it was just that you're not using your time well. And while that's the practical side, I also want to encourage you to pray over this process. Ask God to really open your eyes so you can see what's getting in the way and then praying for help overcoming whatever shows up during the test right? That's the amazing thing about God that I think we forget sometimes. When we are struggling with something that we think we should be able to handle, we can literally ask for help in areas of our weakness. Where I am weak, he is strong, right? We don't have to try to muster up the willpower or the ability or anything like that to make it work. Learning how to be empowered by God to take the action you need is so powerful. As a believer, you have that ability. And I don't want you to forget that that is an option and that you really should be praying about all things in your business and tapping into that resource. I mean, you have the God of the universe willing and able to talk to you and that loves you and that is calling you to do this thing. He wants to be involved in every bit of it, right? It's not that, oh, well, this is my part of this. So I need to make sure that I take care of it and I step up. Learning how to trust God for every single bit is going to be such a game changer in your business. Just to recap really quick, The three steps of the experiment are simply to create a work schedule for your week, actually show up to do the schedule, and then note anything that prevents you from actually finishing the tasks. And then try to see and pray about what solutions you can do to actually overcome that. And as you keep doing this week after week, you're going to start seeing more and more progress. Like I said, when I did this from even just two weeks of this, I was able to see massive productivity in my business. I had less time than ever. My son was at home, all the things, and I was able to do more things. And something worth noting, it it was that I got things done, but I also could feel it. I could feel that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. You just have this knowing, right? And it's a slippery slope. You could kind of slip into, I need to be doing more. And you're just trying to work to earn your favor with God in this business. And that's not what I'm talking about here, but you can just kind of feel there's like a baseline that you, that you know to be moving forward, taking specific steps in your business each week. And I felt like I wasn't quite doing that. And then suddenly when I did this, I was able to see, yes, I am being productive during my work time. And even just the act of doing the experiment and studying why I wasn't being productive really just empowered me in those work blocks because I was like, at least I can see what's going on. And at least I know what to improve for next time. And next time I'm going to work on fixing it. And I'm going to keep doing that until I am doing the things that God's asking me to do. I really hope this helps you feel less overwhelmed and actually get more things done in your week so you can grow this business that God has put on your heart. I'd love to hear the results of your time stewardship experiment over on Instagram at mama with a calling. So send me a DM or tag me in your stories if you share about your results. I'll see you next time. And in the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. 
Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.